I'm Jake. I'm Joe. What were we talking about? Shit, shit. Giblets. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so with the upcoming seventh season of uh, Game of Thrones in July? Yeah, July 16th. July 16th. Uh, I thought it might be fun. Uh, Joseph found uh, some cool fan theories and also concocted some of his own. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we're going to discuss that for a little bit here. So uh, hit us up. What's the first uh, theory? Theory. All right. Well, first thing I give you some backstory in case you don't 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 know these things. Um, Azora Ha'ai and the prince that was promised, usually referenced by if you've been watching the show, Melisandre as. We know, we know, we know. Thank you, Seth Park. That'll never go away. Um, <laughs> I ain't your friend. <laughs> Um, Azora High, uh, she, she uses the terms interchangeably. We do not know that they are interchangeable. Um, Prince's Promise is a kind of a reference through the Targaryen line that there would be a, a uh, child through Rayla and Ares uh, line, which would be um, Daenerys, Rhaegar, and uh, what's his name? Uh, this series um that that family line that one of these children or their uh descendants would be the prince of his promise someone a, a great hero from the line and there's several prophecies referencing this and they kind of bleed into also the story of azora high which goes by several names uh, also depending on which culture um is telling the story but it was also a hero that fought against the darkness was a uh chosen uh, being that brings the sword Lightbringer, what she believes Stannis was initially. Um, as we know, he is not. <laughs> so, what? Yeah, yeah. So there's a oh, lot. Oh, by the way, fucking spoiler alert for the show. Yeah, yeah. Hey, if you're listening to this, you should know. Spoiler alert. There's always spoiler alert. Her. Yeah, it's uh, just a constant stream of spoilers. Spoiler alert. Spoilers. We just have that underlying sound in the background. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. Yeah, it'll, it'll work. Um, <laughs> yeah. It won't be distracting. I was like, it won't be distracting even a little Not bit. Not a single bit. <laughs> All right, so something really cool that uh, George R. R. Martin done with in the book specifically, and in the show they do it to a certain degree, but lesser character casts going on there, um, is that there's several people that fit the prophecy of Azora High or the Prince that was promised, and uh, a lot of a lot of fans have some have some fun trying to figure out uh, who all fits the bill, and uh, just so we can go nuts because there's there's too much for each person. Because no what's a fucking what what's a fandom without fan theories? Yeah, yeah, it's it's the way to go. Um, so the most obvious one that would be out there would obviously be Daenerys. She's from that line. Um, there's there's lines you've probably heard in the show where they reference. Uh, when the red star bleeds, which we implied was the meteor mm. flying over top, and they will be born of smoke and salt, which she was born, uh, reborn in the fires when she kills, uh, burns Khal Drogo, and she was born on uh, Dragonstone originally, 
which is in the sea uh, and storm storm area uh, and when they wake dragons from stone which obviously she has stone eggs yeah. it's dragons um, all those things uh, when the darkness gather, gathers Zoraha shall be reborn against smoke and salt um, now the thing that's cool about this is that is the most easiest interpretation is Daenerys and she's from the bloodline, which the bloodline doesn't necessarily reference. It only references in the Prince That Was Promised line. Azor Ahai is uh, cultural all over, and it doesn't reference necessarily the Targaryens. Um, now, Rhaegar, the one who initially kidnapped... Uh... Oh, man. <laughs> I'm trying to think of her name. I just lost it. Uh, Lyanna Stark. Sorry. Whew, took me a second. Um, Lyanna Stark and... Uh... They had John, uh, Stark Garion. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, they had him. Uh, Rhaegar initially thought it was himself, and it said he was kind of a bookish, you know, kid who enjoyed music and, and kept to himself until he was reading one day, and then he decided he came out into the line and was like, "Guess it seems I've got to be a warrior," and decided to take up learning how to become a soldier. Um, because he initially, guess I gotta kill some motherfucker. Yeah, I guess I gotta, I gotta take on this mantle because it's obviously me. And they, they thought it was initially the burning of the the uh, summer hall, and the the tears of the people that wept that day when he was born, um, because it would be smoke and salt for the tears. Yeah. Um, as he got older, he believed he was wrong and that it might have been his firstborn son Aegon, who in the show gets killed along with his daughter. Um, after uh, the Lannisters kill King Aerys, um, and he gets killed by Robert Baratheon, um, he thought maybe his son Aegon was because there was a meteor in the st- sky, a red red meteor, similar to the way Daenerys was. So he thought maybe Aegon was going to be the the king, but he also or the prince that was promised, but he also knew the story of the Targaryens needing three. The the, the dragon has three heads. And because his wife, uh, Elia, I believe, Elia of uh, Dorne, um, he married her. He had, they had the two kids, but she, was in, uh, she wasn't very well. So she w- didn't, wouldn't physically have been able to have a third child, which a lot of people think is why he went towards Lyanna Stark to have a third child because he needed the third, third head. And uh, so a lot of people point that as to the third head being John. John's name might have been renamed as Aegon, as some people, which would be two Aegon children, but they a lot of them name their kids Aegon. Right. Um, after the original Targaryen to take over the, the lands of Westeros and unite the Seven Kingdoms. Uh, and so, which would put John in that line. And uh, <clears throat> within that theory of Azor High, John becomes another uh, feature because when the Red Star bleeds, Something interesting happens when uh, uh, Ned Stark originally kills uh, the Sword of the Morning, uh, which was... I'm trying to think of his name. I have trouble with this now. Anyways, he kills him at the Tower of Joy, and he finds out that John is there, and it was a child of Lyanna he brings home. But after he kills that guy, that guy's sword, he was one of the finest swordsmen in all of Westeros, which actually uh, the... Reed's parents stabs him in the back, according to the show, um, and kills him. Uh, 
But uh, they take his sword, and he takes his sword and puts it over the bed where Leanna was laying, and that sword was made of meteorite, and it was covered in blood. So when the star, red star, bleed, or the star bleeds, um, so that puts John in that, that feature, and he's That's also the line That's clever. of that. So... Now, is that in the show or in the book? That That's in the show. The books have not got to that point yet. Okay. That's actually but, but it, sure is, it is confirmed that um, John is Leanna and Rhaegar's child. Right, yeah. They, yeah, they kind of spoil HBO spoiled that. Like, they could have had well, that. I mean, like when a, it takes them six years to write a book, it kinda, there's only so much they can wait for. No, I mean, like, they like they had that bit in the end of season six, right? Whenever, yeah, 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 whenever yeah. Bran sees. Uh, yeah, Bran, Bran sees. But uh, they, he whispers. She, he, she whispers something to him, but doesn't yeah. say. It doesn't say what his name is. She, she doesn't say what his name is. But, but HBO spoiled it with like a a, a family time or family. Uh, no, they didn't. They didn't put his actual name there. They, oh, they, they put just John Stark. Oh, or, uh, or John Snow. But they in the timeline. But they didn't put his. Uh, but name. they that his birth mother was or his birth they, mother and yeah. father. Yeah, yeah. They, they referenced who his parents were. Actually. Right. So they. I mean, I guess they spoiled that he was a Targaryen. No, I mean, I, I think it was. If you were following along with the show, you. It, you would have got it. I mean, there's a lot of people who were really confused by the last episode and were like, so did Ned fuck Leanna? Is that, is that their kid? And I'm like, no, no. Rhaegar stole her. I guess whatever like, they don't show the, the like, actually directly, yeah, people yeah. are going to be like, Which huh? I, think, I think they're going to uh, um, clear it up this season and go over it a little more. When John finds out about it, it'll actually go and replay the story and you find out a little go, bit more. Yeah. Because um, they actually hired a uh, singer, which we know Rhaegar sang, and he looks just yeah. like, exactly, yeah, yeah, you show me that. yeah. So we assume that's going to be uh, Rhaegar. The eerie how much he looks like, yeah, him. like it's... the uh, the illustrations of Rhaegar in the the um, guide to Westeros history. Um, so yeah, I assume they're going to go through and explain that a little Re-explain better. It but uh, yeah, I mean, we we know too which Littlefinger. Uh, <laughs> Uh, kind of hints that he might know about it, which we see in the new trailer. Uh, he, I haven't watched the new trailer. He's yet. down in the crypts with John, and John, and they're in front of Lyanna Stark's tomb, and John throws him up against the wall, holding his throat. So we're thinking maybe Littlefinger uh, might be telling him, or at least that he knows, or because there's a scene in front of Lyanna Stark's tomb with Sansa and Littlefinger, and she says, "None of this would have happened if Rhaegar hadn't." Uh, kidnapped and raped Leanna and he just has this look on her like yeah that's not what happened but <laughs> I think you know what because he was there at the uh, tournament where he initially gave her the roses or right. the flowers instead of his wife I'll tell you what I think uh, is particularly cool about the show um, is that from episode to episode you don't know where fucking Littlefinger lies like yeah, his yeah. loyalty that actor that, I can't remember the guy's name but god yeah. damn it old, he's good old Peter Baelish is that yeah yeah it was his, his, yeah, his character's name yeah. he's not actually Littlefinger I, I, can't, I can't remember exactly what his name is his, but um, god damn it that's a yeah. good that's a cool character I, I love I love them mocking his uh, his accent though they're like if it's if it's an Irish brogue like it's <laughs> up on itself like where the fuck are you from Littlefinger <laughs> and they're laughing because he's in the opening scene of Dark Knight Rises they were like, is, are you the one who got Bane talking like that? Oh my god, he is. <laughs> he gets kicked out of the plane. <laughs> I forgot. They're like, you're, you're who did this, didn't you? You're an asshole. <laughs> is that where you got that? Uh, but yeah, not stand really, on the ceremony really here. I enjoy that he speaks a little bit. Too. I mean, he's from a little bit different region than everybody else, too. He's from uh, The Fingers. Uh, uh, 
Yeah. Also makes him stand in general. Yeah, yeah, just makes him stand out yeah, more. Yeah. You remember his voice. Yeah, you remember yeah. the character. Um, but one thing I actually was talking to someone, which this is kind of off topic, but hey, yeah, what were we talking? About? <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> is uh, they were implying how the show kind of messed up his character a little bit, um, just because in the show they give he gives Sansa Stark to Ramsay Bolton, which dick move. Dick move and also bad move if you plan on using her later on to either marry her like he implies in the later season or, you know, try to get her to rule. Um, because that dude could kill her or she could have killed herself because of that yeah. setup. In the book, they use Jane Westerling, a friend of Sansa, and they dress her up as Arya who got older, as Arya older, and they marry her right. too. And so, and then, uh, in in the books, uh, Sansa's still living with Littlefinger at the Eyrie, where her aunt Liza was at, right. as um, disguised as the name Elaine Stone, uh, as Littlefinger's uh, bastard uh, daughter. Um, and she's getting a you know top notch education. He plans on it. Talks about planning on marrying her to the royalty of uh, the next in line to the Eyrie. Because he wants to give her both the Eerie and Winterfell for her to rule as a gift to her. So, I mean, like him to just like, here, Ramsay, torture this lady. Yeah, it's right. Kind of, it's kind of, of, kind of a bad mo- move in the, in the show. Um, kind of makes him look like not the best schemer. Uh, but I guess it would have been a little bit more confusing in the show. To yeah, have to throw a, a third uh, A third character who they would call Arya and uh, Arya. Sorry. <laughs> Arya. Aria, <laughs> it's Merka. It's Merka. But uh, Arya, you know, they call her Arya, and then you actually have yeah, Arya, yeah, and, and then you got like you know, well, and like Arya already goes through like five different name changes, and then uh, Sansa's technically would be called Elaine, and yeah, there's a yeah, there's yeah. there's it, there's already a lot in the show that's kind of which like, is kind huh? of kind of fun to read because you're like Elaine, and you're reading a few pages, and you're like who the hell? Oh yeah, yeah, this is Sansa. Gotcha. <laughs> um, but. Uh, Butter. 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 But I like butter. Margarine. Butter is good. Margarine's better. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anywho. Alright, so, so the newest theories that are kind of being pushed is uh, that Jamie Lannister is Azor Ahai. Prince that was promised. And another one involving Sir Davos. Seaworth, which both are very interesting to me, and I would be very happy with either of those two being. Who would you be happier two. with? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think I think uh, Jamie, just because I think it, it fills the overall arc better, and Davos don't fucking want it. No, and it, I, I mean, I, like, which I would love. I love Davos. I do too, but but I just, I think Jamie would be so, cooler. Yeah, like it'd be. All right, so I'm gonna break this down a little bit here. All right, so we know. No, kind of the rough idea of the prophecy here. Um, there's also pull it up while I'm talking here. Um, that is the Prince of Promise phrase. I want yeah, just background music. Here. Okay. Um, anyways, back. Break it down. Yeah, it like, you gotta give him the elevator music. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, <laughs> oh, I brought up theories. I just want. Anyways, um, okay. 
The Azora High prophecies, after the long summer when the star bleed and cold breath of darkness falls heavy on the world, uh, he shall be, er, should be, uh, well, here's all the actual indicators. Be born against, uh, again amidst smoke and salt, wake dragons out of stone, draw the fire a burning sword, light bringer. Um, if he's also the prince that was promised, he would be born of the Ares II and Rayla, according to the Woods Witch. Um... Uh, will make the world anew, triumph over darkness, bring summer that will never end, death itself will bend its knee, and all who die in fighting in Azora High's cause shall be reborn. Which, now that I just say that, makes me think of the, uh, the Night's King. Because everyone that gets killed gets resurrected. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um, which, wouldn't that be a fucking a thing? Okay, um, so Jamie... It, it references, and I'm going to get the numbers a little off because I can't pull up the page, and I only have so, such good memory. But um, it, it says that Azor Ahai will forge the hero's sword through a certain set of acts. Now, in this, they're, they're referencing the hero's sword as being the hero's will or the virtue of the hero is the way this, uh, this theory is looking at this. So we see Jamie die in a certain way in that he was this uh, soldier, you know, cocky, proud asshole, proud asshole, and uh, pushing little boys he, he out of gets, windows. gets his hand cut off. And as his hand gets cut off, he, he says, everything I was was in that hand because he was only his sword hand. That was all he was good for. So in a way he dies. And from then on, he doesn't want to be called Kingslayer ever again. He wants to be called Jamie and everyone when we see the scene with Brian and him in the bath in the hot tub, that's a wonderful scene. That he, was a really he, cool. He scene. says, I, "You know, my name is Jamie." Is the last thing he says, like when he's uh, passing out, because she goes, "The Kingslayer is hurt." And he says, "My name is Jamie." So we see him kind of get a rebirth in in some ways, and um, the first time you see it says, "In the thirty days, he'll forge this hero sword and he'll douse the sword in water to cool it, and it will shatter. It'll break." So the first I time, know what shatter means. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you're you like, are you're you shatter? Sure? You're looking at me like it, it, break. Break. Let's use some easier. Oh, I mean some Morris Town. I don't know let's, words. Let's use some easier nomenclature for, for some fellows around here. And by nomenclature, I mean name of things. Um, oh, that's why my sister hated that so much. <laughs> I used to do that to her all the time. <laughs> um. <laughs> ha ha. Ouch. All right. So. <laughs> so we see Jamie go through where he's forging the hero's sword. The first time you see him ever try to talk, he talks about why he actually killed Mad King Ares was because he was going to burn the city down and kill all those people. And he didn't want all those deaths when he could have stopped it. Right. Even though he was acting against his vow, he was doing it for the greater good. He didn't want it for the throne. He didn't try to take it the throne. He didn't do it for glory because he knew his name was going to be besmirched from then on. And he doesn't tell anyone why he actually did it. For most people know that Tywin was ca- crashing the gates and he did it just so Tywin could come in and he would deliver it and he was working with his dad to you know, backhandedly kill Ares. And he doesn't tell anyone the actual truth. So we see him break down trying to explain this to her and kind of prove his worth. And he breaks, he, he passes out and has difficulty and, and, and kind of falters. He goes back to Cersei... And then it says that he takes 60 days to uh, forge the hero's sword. 
and then he shoves it into the heart, or he captures a line and shoves it into his heart, and it shatters again. So in that sequence, it takes a little longer, and you see Tyrion, who is a Lannister, a lion, is captured, and he goes down there and he talks to Tyrion and tells him the truth about Tysha, Tyrion's wife, was actually not a whore. Tywin had told him to tell Tyrion that, and he had lived with lying to him because he was scared of Tywin. And so he wants to tell him the truth that it, you know they actually did save her that day. She actually was grateful and wanted to be with him, even though Tyrion and Ty, well, Tywin made all the guards rape her, and then Tyrion finished the job. That's such a fucked up, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn it, like... But, uh, so you see him then again trying to trying to prove his virtue by, by doing something that was... He didn't have to tell him, and he knew he was going to look at him worse, but in a way he's stabbing a captured lion in, in the heart. He's, he's hurting. And also in the show, um, they reference to Tyrion gets released because Jamie saves him and he shoots Tywin once in the stomach, once in the heart. Mm-hmm. Now in the, in the books, Tyrion talks to Tywin and rejects, uh, you know, going to King's Landing or going back to, um, Casterly Rock and ruling and all that kind of stuff says he doesn't want anything to do with it. And it's kind of a stab in the heart to his dad. Right. And also, but in the show, they also reference, because Tyr- Tyrion shoots uh, Tywin in the heart, and Cersei says, you might as well have killed him. So, we get another so situation he, yeah. right there. Um, and then, which this ties up another loose end, and another prophecy, is that the last one took 90 days, he forged it, and then he shoved it into the heart of his wife, Nissa Nissa had her come bare her breast, and then he shoves it in there, and the sword, the red sword of heroes, Lightbringer, is forged. Um, now, Cersei has a prophecy of her own mm-hmm. where she would have, she would marry and become queen. Uh, he would have, I think they say, like 20 or so kids, and sh- three of them, she would have three, and they would you know, be of hers, and she's confused at that by the time. At the time, all three of those will die. And also, the Valanquar will come and wrap its hands around her throat and kill her. Uh, Valanquar is Valerian for little brother, which we know both Tyrion and Jaime are the uh, younger brother of Cersei. Because uh-huh. she mentions that he came into the world holding onto her heel. Um, so, she always suspected that to be Tyrion. Because her and Jamie were always in love and, and close. It would be interesting if he's the one who ends up having to end her because she does the same thing as Ares does and goes to crazy, burns the whole city down, and he has to kill her. Which has already been hinted at whenever she... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah destroys the, the sept. Now, they also reference that with this Nissa Nissa story and the creation of Azor High, there's no real long-lasting love story in this series so far. And if they do try to introduce a love story now, it'd be two seasons, you know, 13 episodes to get to that point. Yeah. Not even that. So there's not a lot of, uh, you know, heartbreak really going to be there. The only people that have been since the very beginning, first episode, shown how much they'll do for the first line, Jamie says, is the things I've done, I do for love. Yeah. And he pushes Bran out the window um and it shows that they even though it's incestuous they love each other. each other and he does a lot of things he doesn't really want to do for his love of his sister so 
him having to go through and kill her would be a very would be a really interesting arc, and it would be the most impactful to a certain extent because it's been throughout the whole series their relationship. Right. Um, it would fill fulfill the Vlankor prophecy, and also, if he kills her, it could be the Azor High Miss Anissa death scene, which brings about Azor High. Yep. Which it also mentions him being a warrior, which the only one out of those that I really consider a warrior would be Jamie. I mean, uh, Daenerys is a conqueror ruler, but not really a soldier in that way. John is he came a, a warrior. John is a fighter, but he's never been. And when I think of warrior, I think soldier more so, like someone who has been in you know. That, but you which, would, I mean, you, John can you fit can, into that. You category. can imagine that that's what they mean. They don't necessarily mean like yeah, yeah. So you you have to you do have to throw John into that yeah category I, I, I as can, a warrior. I can, I can. But I I just I think of Jamie as more a more experienced longer. I mean maybe not to Plus a certain be, extent. It, John John seems, but he's also a good commander because we see this too in the scene where he takes over a River Run without shedding a single you know drop of blood. He he gets um Tully to go in and just relinquish the the city to him. Right. So and that counteracts you know the Battle of the Bastards and things like that that happened at the same time. So we see how good of a commander is. Also, fittingly enough, Lightbringer also means Golden Hand in Valerian. <laughs> huh. Who would have thought? Now it'll be a okay. In all in in general, it's probably going to be John. Yeah, most likely. Um, but goddamn, what a great twist! Yeah, it would be, be to have it be great. Jamie. And and that's the thing is that the prince that was promised and Azor Ahai aren't necessarily interchangeable. interchangeable. So we could have John being the prince that was promised, and, then, and the last this last hero type character, and Jamie being Azor Ahai and being like the leader of the armies or something. But John being this last hero, this prince that was supposed to do something great, right? Um, so they're not necessarily interchangeable. We don't know. Melisandre uses them interchangeably, but I think and um, I was just saying one other thing is there's the theory that all or a couple of the Lannister, uh, Cersei, Jaime, and Tyrion are not Tywins, and that they're actually Targaryen blood, because it references several times that Mad King Aerys had a thing for Tywin's wife Joanna and says several times like I'll go fuck her if I want to basically because I'm, I'm king and that was part of the the discrepancy between the two and, and you know he says to Tywin I can't prove that you're not mine and things like that and it would also reference why Jamie and Cersei also have this incestuous relationship which brother and sisters married in Targaryen families Cersei has a love of fire and likes watching flames they also looked, they look Targaryen too don't they yeah. Yeah, to a certain well, extent. Well, yeah, they, um, their hair is not as... But John, we know for sure, has Targaryen blood, and he's got jet black hair. So depending on who they intermarry with, obviously it, it does It'll affect their, their hair color, their change. Um, just like Tyrion, he has one dark eye, which they imply that the Targaryens usually have a purplish-colored eye. Mm-hmm. So they were thinking that's reference I guess, to... I, ne- I, I guess I've never noticed. Is that in the show, too? Uh, not so much. They haven't, no, they haven't no, focused, at least no, not focused on it. No. He's much more ugly in the books. Um but we see Tyrion obviously unleashing the uh, dragons and stuff in one scene, and yeah. and they don't eat him, they don't fight him, which implies that he might have some mastery over that. Um, so we could imply that also Cersei and Jaime might be uh, Targaryen, Targaryen as, well, as well, which would fit in with the Prince's Promise because he's also would be of that line. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, so that's that's kind of the, it. Could be, yeah, the, and like you said, it could be they just oh. either. I'm positive one way or the other. The show because I've heard a lot of people online saying that they think that this season John will die. I'm like mm. he died. They're not one. Without even, I've never read the books or anything yeah. like that. And why I do love the show, I'm not as super into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but going just based off of television shows, and yeah, yeah. they're not gonna kill him again. I, I don't know. I, that. If they do, it'll be at the very end. Yeah, I think he'll definitely be in the next season for yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't. I, um, they're talking about he, him dying like this. I'm like, no, no he'll make it yeah, to the last it, season. He'll make it to the last season for sure. Uh, for sure. And if he, if they do kill him, it'll be like in the last two episodes or something it won't be it won't be uh, yeah i see him sticking towards near the end yeah um i do think it comes down also i do like that line of him going like you know if i die in the battle don't bring me back i want to be done i didn't want to come back this first time yeah i thought that was cool i I like that kit harrington he's so fucking stellar they they, uh i read an article they were joking about why they actually joke about him having a small dick throughout the whole um, series Tormund gives him shit all the time about yeah. if you were a god you wouldn't have such a small penis uh, or pecker I believe he says pecker pecker what a fun fucking word it man. is a fun it's a fun word um, but they said that it was basically because like every time Kit Harrington comes on on uh, the um, stage and whatnot for them to start filming they can feel the, the hormones rise in all the women uh, and just how everyone loves him. He's such a nice guy. Everyone just fucking thinks he's the best. So they had to, you know, jab at him by call- saying he has a tiny dick throughout the whole series. <laughs> he has to have a fault. Which, which uh, side note, I was I was watching the uh, Battle of the Bastards uh, special features on the Blu-ray, and uh, it. Uh, I, I was very impressed with his uh, sword skills, which I know he's, he's been training throughout all these seasons and stuff, but. Uh, yeah, you see him like move through, and he he's uh he's, he's got some skill at this point. It. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, you could always do it with camera angles to a certain extent, speed it up, so, you know, a little bit, which makes it a little unnatural. But um, yeah, uh, watching them do the one shot and filming it from the side, he's got some he's got some sword skills. Him and uh, uh, Tormon, actually, they said is pretty pretty Tormund, good. Uh, uh, Giant Spain, yeah, the the red haired. Uh, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 okay yeah yeah for that he, he was he was actually because I, I I always said that I thought Kid Harrington would make a good replacement for uh, Hugh Jackman yeah, as Wolverine. Yeah. Um, uh, we've had our still disagreements. Questionable on that one, but but that guy Tor Tor fuck what's his name the red haired motherfucker uh Tormund 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 Giants um yeah th- th- there's a couple people who put him on lists as who could replace him and I'm like. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna be that guy that's like, no, Wolverine's five foot three. I'm not gonna be that guy. But that dude's like seven foot twelve or something. You know, some bullshit like that. (laughs) But he's a big. He's like probably six three. He's like a he's like a noticeably large guy. You know, it's kind of like hard to see but uh, he's, yeah, probably, he's probably Hugh Jackman height is he is he's, that, he's not he that just big. doesn't he, he seems like he's it's, it's all the furs yeah maybe <laughs> and that big ass beard that the yeah, sexy yeah. ass beard yeah, yeah just, um, uh, but what about the, the the onion knight okay one, one second, one second. Uh, one more thing was the thing I noticed they also call it Lightbringer the red sword of heroes and both we see Jamie I also in the stills from this season he has widow's whale mm-hmm. which was Joffrey's sword they melted down ice, Nedard Stark's Valerian sword, into Oathkeeper, which he gave Brienne, and Widow's Whale, which they gave Joffrey. Right. Now, those swords were also inlaid with red in the steel, and they're covered in rubies and red leather. So. And it also would be fitting if he kills Joffrey's mother with a sword called Widow's Whale. 
So yeah, that's that's kind of a nice little touch too. But and it being called the Red Sword of Heroes, the Valerian sword has freaking red in the yes. middle. <laughs> so uh, that could be. Uh, I forgot about that. I forget they did kind that. Of cool too. But yeah, so this is a little side note. Now Davos, they mention, uh, because he gets reborn amidst salt and smoke at the Battle of Blackwater. They think he dies. He gets knocked off the boat. Right. It's fire and obviously the salt of the sea mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, he uh, also, uh, when they pull Lightbringer out, he picks it up off the floor or picks it up off the ground and hands it back to uh, Stannis. Um, they say he woke dragons from stone because when Melisandre gives up on Jon... Uh, uh, Snow and leaves the room. Davos is the one that stands there for a longer time, praying that, that he comes back. Uh-huh. And John is a dragon. He is a, uh, a Targaryen, and he awakens back. And so they imply that actually Davos had the power there to uh, bring him back, and that was what was happening there. It was that Melisandre had already gave up her faith and walked out, and then he stayed there behind. And he's the one who actually resurrected him. And the one thing that makes me kind of question about it is because apparently George R. R. Martin said something and told the actor, I think it's Liam, Liam Cunningham. I think that's I what it is. Um, uh, they told him something. It was a secret. They told only that actor and said not to say anything to him about some arc in Davos's story. And he said he hasn't said anything and doesn't plan on it because of... That's a, that one seems yeah. like a weaker theory. Yeah, it, it does. It does. I, I and like I said, I don't expect that to be the the case. No, I fully expect it to be John, really. But yeah, or uh, or, or yeah, honestly, to, the the Jamie theory is really strong. It's, like it's, it's pretty uh, strong, but I don't see it happening because too in the in the movie in in the show as opposed to the books, Jamie still does some pretty dick things that he doesn't do in the books. So I would think they already know the ending of like who's who yeah and um so i would think if they were wanting to him to be redeemable uh in that way they might not necessarily have done a few of the things they've done it's true um of course they could change the ending yeah yeah i mean they could totally go and do their own thing um but yeah i don't i don't necessarily see that that falling through i mean uh i assume Daenerys and Jon are going to be, uh, you know, obviously that's what it points to. Um, but see, like, there's in the books, there's a character named Victorion, which is Euron Greyjoy's uh, brother, and uh, he gets, um, sh- uh, he catches a uh, Red Priest, who uh, ship has been smashed, brings him on board, and he gets, uh, he's got a issue with his hand, it's infected from battle, and. The red priest bless it, and it becomes a big flaming hand of smoke and like crusted. So he's got a freaking flaming golden hand too, and things like that. So I mean, there's Why don't like, we see there's, that in the fucking show? Yeah, I know, and that's the thing. He's pretty badass. Um, yeah, they just totally removed him from there, as well as like Barristan Selmy, which drives me nuts because he's the hand of Daenerys in the book. Oh really? He's already got taken out by a bunch of teenagers. Even though in the earlier season, when he gets dismissed from the Kingsguard, he kills like several guards without his sword. Yeah, he's an old man, uh, gold cloaks. You what know. a badass guy that dude and, was! And they and they, 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 they killed him off with a bunch him. of teenagers in a hallway. You know that was kind of. I was like, that's a bitch thing to do. Yeah, like, and uh, like I, I mentioned that I, I think 
Tyrion being hand of Daenerys is kind of a dumb political move. Yeah, yeah, because all of Westeros thinks he's just the worst. Yeah. So complaining like I can't bring a paramour, they'll think bad of me. I'm gonna I'm gonna have you be my hand. Everyone hates your guts it's and like, thinks you killed the Tywin and Joffrey and we're peddling all our money. Tyrion's just like you're like, Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll take care of it. It's cool. Um but But she looks past that. Yeah, yeah. She knows he's great. Yeah, well, which he is great, and he is a good advisor. But, but politically, it's not a good image move. There's if that a lot was of... Her, if that was her problem with getting rid of uh, yeah. D- D- Har- Dario Naharis... It'd be, it'd be one thing if, like, it was just that like, she <laughs> chose him generally, and then but choosing him over somebody else because that other person doesn't really look good in the eyes of most people no. uh, is not a good yeah. idea. Now, one more thing I was going to mention with Jamie, mm-hmm. uh, too, which... This kind of ties in with... I had read this and I kind of thought this too, but the person that actually posted this on Reddit originally, the Jamie Lannister Azora High uh, theory, mentions it also. Uh, super tinfoil. Real high in uh, crazy theory here. But uh, it's it's good, and I really like this as a story arc also. Is When Melisandre says a few times when she's peering to find uh, what they call the great other, the, the evil other side of Rolor. Uh, not the light, but the darkness and the cold, um, which would we assume be the Night's King and the the White Walkers and all that. She sees agents of the others, and she sees a boy and a wolf, which and it was implying that they were agents of the others. Is the way she says it. So the others you said are the, the, White, the White Walkers. Walkers. Yeah, in the in the book they're called the others, and in, in the show they use the term White Walkers, which probably, is, probably a, just because of uh, walk, Walking Dead happiness yeah. uh, let's use walkers, walkers. in there there's um, waters in this fucking show these ones are just white because it's cold um it's not a race thing yeah it's not a race thing um it's not losing pallor due to blood loss like the zombies um, the walkers not zombies walkers yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh, oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> sorry i was i was choking on the preposterousness of it all um that's not what I want. Anyways, yeah. So they kind of imply that maybe Bran is somehow working for the Great Other, which they also eh, they could be implying that the uh, the um, the weirwood trees are the others or the the agents of the others or, or it's a different god basically. Right. So um, and the thing with that is though is that Bran inadvertently. Uh, causes some problems uh, with Hodor and, Hodor and and things like that Hodor. to where and and you see the the Night's King mark him and that's why he's able to get into the uh, cave where uh, you know the the three-eyed raven and all that is now they also which allows him entrance which the wall is magically sealed and if Bran passes the wall it might also allow the Night's King to pass through there too we also there's theories that him being going back in time, we see Ned hears him whisper at him, and we know he can affect the past by messing with him. That he's the whispers that drive Mad King Ares crazy in the Which first I think place. Is a fucking genius. Now, if that's also the case, and then when you see him initially walking with all the White Walkers when he's in the dream state, and they mark him initially, they're all standing and looking at him almost like he's a general in the army. They let him pass. They all standing in line, waiting for him. Now, as what he ever he learns throughout the history of the timeline and everything, he might 
come to sympathize with the White Walkers uh, or inadvertently cause damage that leads them into Westeros that he doesn't mean to. Right. Um, which they, th- uh, uh, the theory that kind of makes it really cool is the opening scene, Jamie Lannister pushes Bran out and he's the bad guy. Bran's the young little boy who's in trouble. If by the end of it, it reverses and Bran's the leader of the White Walkers and Jamie's Azora High come to save them. By the end of it, That'd they're be pretty fighting cool. each other when he was the initial one to harm and put Bran on his path in the first place. Would be pretty pretty solid ending and a pretty huge accomplishment for any show to be able to pull off to have yeah, yeah. literally like the most innocent thing in the world yeah, yeah. turn into the villain yeah and i mean you know you can a lot of people could do you know everyone's like well brand's good-hearted and yeah he is but if he learns all of history he might side but we don't know exactly what the white walkers motif are and we know they've worked also with um people like they take craster's sons and they don't kill them. So they they obviously can be diplomatic to a certain extent. Right. So we don't know why. And we know that the children of the forest, the ones who initially created them in the first place to get rid of the, the first men mm-hmm. who were taking over their lands. So the children of the forest, which are agents of the Weirwood and the Three-Eyed Raven, are the ones who created the White Walkers in the first place. So it could come to the, be that he thinks they're right or he leads them inadvertently against uh westeros without meaning to i think that story is more fascinating uh so i i think that that story arc with jamie and brand i think that would be really solid and like it you know repeating the prophecy of zora high and everything while showing those clips of jamie doing those things yeah and and really sum that all up for people would be really cool to see on on film but i i i doubt this is where there's gonna they're gonna actually go uh but it would be pretty awesome to see because uh, Jamie's story arc, he, he has the most variation from everyone else from his first initial character to where he is now is, is pretty, pretty cool to watch. Hopefully that's kind of, I really do hope that's how, where they go with it. Cause it'd just be fucking stellar yeah, TV. It sounds, right sounds pretty awesome. Um, was that the last fan theory? Yeah, I think that's, that's what I've got at the moment. That's what you got for now at least. <laughs> We'll call this fan the Game of Thrones fan theory part one. Part one. Part one. Uh, so yeah, that'll be uh, it for this episode. Uh, so uh, if you guys want to get a hold of us, as per usual, hit us up on our uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash real what we're we talking about. Also, uh, you can email us at real what we're we talking about at gmail.com. And you can find me on Twitter at tweet and tweet 11. Uh, yeah, yeah. And Vincent, we're gonna be have we're gonna you know we have a YouTube page which all all the episodes are gonna eventually go up on. Um, we also are gonna have uh, you know Instagram and all that you know all that fun shit, um, and uh, keep in better touch with you people. Yeah. yeah, maybe an address so you guys can send us some some letters and or ice water for me being parched for talking for so long. <laughs> so ice water. That's like, you don't you don't want to listen to a raspy voice for an hour, guys. I mean I like that you specify ice water. Like, yeah. Preference. Preference. Ice water. Ice, I want ice cubes sent to me in an igloo, guys. I mean in an igloo. Yet, yet, yeti cooler. Yeti. Or, right, highbrow this guy. Come on. Oh my god. <laughs> Call you fucking Kingslayer. Uh, all right, so until next time, I'm Jake. I'm Joe. What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs>